What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Unpaid Players, the NBA show brought to you from the fan perspective. My name is Carlos. I'll be your host. And uh, with me is my co-host, Mo. And we are the Unpaid Players. If you've been with us for episode one through three, you know there's normally a third member of the team, Mel. He is uh, away from the team for personal reasons and is not going to be suiting up tonight. Um, But he'll address the media when he's ready to. But for the time being, you're going to get us. Deal with it. (laughs) What's going on, Mo? What up? Chilling, man. Just, you know, another day, another week. More Clippers bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what's up with you <laughs> you know can't complain same shit every day yeah I hear you alright well, let's jump right into it I really don't want to spend too much time on these motherfuckers but I mean we gotta talk about them the Clippers blew yet another lead another double double digit lead this time 22 points and unlike last time where they got lucky they didn't get so lucky this time. Steph came in and took them out. Can, is is it okay to say at this point that they're not going to win anything? Like, I know. I know what that's early in the season, but can we just count them out, like, now? Well, I people will say, like, it's, <laughs> like it's, it's too – you would say that it's too early to count them out just because it's they only, what, 10 games into the season, but for them to be blowing the leads that they've blown, losing by the amount that they lost by, and then blowing leads and turning around and losing by 10, that's crazy. Like, you, that wouldn't give anybody no faith, even like Clippers fans. That wouldn't give nobody no faith that they are going to do anything or get far in the postseason. I know if I was a Clippers fan, that right there, those three things happening right there, like you you lose by 50, right? Mm-hmm. You have a game where you're – they didn't they have a game where they were up by like 30? Yeah, we talked about bar- that last and, episode, and they won by five. Yeah, Right, and barely won. And then now, uh, what, what, what were they up by? 22. Yeah, they were up, up by, by 22. 22. Yeah. And then you lose by 10. Like, I wouldn't have no faith in them at all for them to do anything in the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs, but I guarantee they're not going to go far. And I wouldn't be surprised if they lost first round in the playoffs, to be honest with you. Yeah, me either. I, I, I think I was going to bring that up, that, you know, it's a, it's hard to believe in them. Because, like, not even just this season, you know, the 50-point loss is obviously, like, the headline thing. But they blew a 3-1 lead in last year's playoffs to get knocked out. And that was the last thing we saw from them. And then we get three examples of the same thing we saw that took you out of the playoffs last year in the bubble early in this season when you made really no significant roster changes. So at this point, it's not an aberration. You know, like, like one, one is an occurrence, right? Two is a coincidence. Three is a trend. And we on four, you know, so like, yeah. And that, and And that's everybody's, everybody's thing last year with them losing a three, one lead. They always wanted to say, Oh, they did. They wasn't taking it serious. You got Montrez wasn't there for the first part of the bubble. He came in back out of shape. Um, Lou, Lou Will out here, like he left the bubble. Everybody wants to say that Lou Will left the bubble to go and be in a strip club, but 
he really left the bubble for like something like then he have like a death in the family or something and he just so happened to go to the strip club or whatever while he was away yeah but everybody wanted to make that excuse for them losing that 3-1 lead but then now what's the excuse this year like everybody should be locked in right yeah after being off well wasn't a full off season but they they were they were they had an off season they came back everybody should have been on the same page they you just lose you got knocked out of the playoffs from being down three. I mean, being up three one. That should give you the most motivation. To just come out and start busting everybody ass. But Facts. then you have these three things happen in the season. Like, why would I don't know, man? I, the, the Clippers is like, whatever can go wrong will go wrong with them, yo. That's like <laughs> with the uh, with what old boys say about the 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 Cowboys and shit, like. Um, <laughs> What is it like? If 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 something bad can happen, it will happen, or whatever the fuck. Like, it they they just gonna keep getting in their own way, yo. Like, I don't know. Got it. So the Clippers are the NBA equivalent to Murphy's Law. Got it. <laughs> Shit, I'll say that. Yeah, because look, they got <laughs> you, you got all that talent on that team. Everybody want to make them or say that they're one of the favorites to at least get out of the West. They're one of the favorites to get out of the West. But then you got shit like this happening yeah that's fair i i mean the clippers are the favorite but not the fit not the right kind of favorite they're the favorite to get bounced in the first round so uh i'm with you on that but i don't want to spend too much time talking about them they've occupied way too much time in our uh in our episodes and they ain't doing anything good so i want to <laughs> flip to the other side of that game and look at what steph and the warriors are doing right so mm-hmm. they started it was hard to watch those first few games, but it looks like they finally figured out the adjustments they need to make. Steph is playing extremely aggressive, and now they're sitting at two games over 500 and in the mm-hmm. sixth spot in the West. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what what happened there? You know what I mean? Well, with with Golden State, I ain't I I never thought that they were gonna be down for too long. Like. It was going to take them a little while to start clicking together just because they got a lot of, well, they got a couple new pieces and stuff like that. And then now mm-hmm. with Draymond coming back in the lineup and they just, they I think like their first couple games or whatever, they just were trying to figure everything out and everybody was knocking the rust off because you got, you got Steph coming back after not playing damn near, what he missed like damn near the whole season last year. Yeah, pretty much. Well, if not the he whole went, season, he like, went out pretty he early. Went, yeah. Yeah. He missed the whole season damn near. Then you got, Draymond that was out for a nice amount of the season. You still ain't got Clay, but it ain't like he's there now anyway. And then you got Wiggins, who is starting to play pretty decent. Now you got Ubre over there. Like there's a lot of new pieces coming into play. And then you like I said, you got um got Steph and Draymond just getting back in the swing of things. And once they once they start clicking and they they get on a on a shit, like they're gonna they're not going to be at the in the bottom half of the West. I don't think so. I mean, it's possible that they could still end up in the bottom half of the West, but I think the biggest I think the biggest thing they could accomplish is not being a play-in team, right? Cuz being a play-in team would be tough for them, but if they can cement their place in the playoffs instead of being like a 7-8 and have to do the play-in tournament, if they can hold that 6 or better for the rest of the season, I think that'll mm-hmm. be that'll be a win for them. Even if they don't win their opening playoff round, just the fact that they were able to cement enough of a place there that they don't have to be a playing team, one that'll say that'll do wonders for 
whoever those people are out there that keep talking bad about Steph for some reason that I don't understand. But yeah. I, I think that would be a season win for them, especially not after having uh, after losing Clay unexpectedly. But I do think that would be a win. But seeing them two games above five hundred is it's it's nice. But it's also I think kind of what you said. I see their them clicking. I heard something mm-hmm. interesting while I was watching the last game, which was the weirdest one of their wins. Which kind of took me by surprise. Not really by surprise, but it it kind of showed me how much the Warriors are dependent on Steph. That mm-hmm. at that point going into that game, the Warriors were five and four, and mm-hmm. they were five and zero oh when Steph scored thirty or more, and they were zero mm-hmm. oh and four when he scored less than thirty. <laughs> you know, that, that was for this. That was for this season. That was for this season. Yeah, just the, okay. this season. So for the games they had already played, and mm-hmm. then. No faster than what than after they announced that, Steph only scored like twelve points, and then they won their sixth game. But on the flip side of that, they had seven players in double figures. I think it was seven players, but yeah, they they wound up they wound up winning in a different way, and I think that's probably a huge take takeaway that they figured, hey, we got to rely on Steph to win these games, but now we've now figured out at this point by game 10, how to get everybody else involved. Like, is, and Andrew Wiggins was a leading scorer, like, oddly enough. Yeah, and I think that's what we was talking about before. Like, yeah. I don't know if he was talking about it specifically for Golden State. I forget what team he was talking about where. Oh, we talking about with Boston. Like, when we was talking about the whole um, uh, Jalen Brown and um, – why am I drawing a blank on this dude's name now? Jason Tatum? Jason Tatum. When we was talking about they thing, when you was talking about can they coexist and stuff like that, when we was talking about how, like, after mm-hmm. they both averaged 20-something yeah, and nobody else is doing anything, like, that was that was the case right there. Like, when, when Steph was – if Steph didn't have a crazy game, like, nobody else was putting up the numbers. So now you're starting to see, like, Oubre playing a little bit better. He's shooting a little bit better. Um, Wiggins – shooting a little bit better, doing uh, putting up a couple more points, whatever like that. And that just came, like I said, that's that, that's just coming from them starting to mesh together and getting a feel on how everybody's playing together. And that was a crazy-ass, like, stat, though. Like, they 0-4 if he don't score. So if, that means if he, if he scored 29 points. They was losing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they was losing, like, yeah, he's trash. Yeah, so I, nah, I, I do want to pull up the stats real quick from that game because I think it was – pretty interesting like just the fact that one that Andrew Wiggins was your leading scorer in in a win that's mm-hmm. that in itself is amazing even though he had a you know a negative plus minus they still managed to pull out the win and he only shot 30% from 3 so that was tough but if you look down at Steph's line like Steph had 11 points you know what i mean like he shot his probably his worst percentage in his career i don't know that for a fact but 12 and a half percent from the field and 1 for 10 from 3 that's awful, you know what I mean? Like more than fifty percent of his points came from the free throw line. Like if you use six six for six from the line and only had eleven points, like they had a terrible game. But then you look further down, you get seventeen, ten, ten, twelve, eleven, two, nine, fifteen, thirteen, seven. They only had one player that actually played in the game that didn't score any points. Like that's what a team effort looks like, you know? Like mm-hmm. Now, given they were playing the Warrior, uh, the Raptors, who haven't been great, but 
that is an encouraging sign. Yeah. And I, I hope that we can get more of that from from them against better quality teams. And that right there, that like even like you said, even if even though it's against the Raptors or like a a little bit of a garbage team right now, that just give them the the confidence to keep doing that shit like that. So it's like that's probably what they needed a little tune up game for all of them to get it together. And then who they play next? The Pacers. Mm, I believe yeah. so. I've seen I think they play, yeah, they play the Pacers tonight actually, but um, you have to see like. If they play the Pacers tonight and they all playing the same way, I don't know. It might be a problem, yo. I don't think they coming out the West or nothing like that. But like yeah. I said, I don't think they're going to be in the bottom half. I think they'll be at least – if they're going to be bottom half for the West, they're going to be the number five seed. I would say that. Yeah, and like I said, I think six or better is a win. If it's five, that's just like a, a cherry on top. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of where they're at and their improvement, we aren't the only ones that's noticed. Obviously, we aren't the only ones that watch basketball, and I'm sure other people have noticed as well, but I think you can tell that people are taking notice and wanting to credit them for playing better and building chemistry way faster than the Clippers, I might add, um, to the point that they moved from spot 22 to spot 14 on the latest power rankings. Like, mm -hmm. that's a huge jump. Like, they're ranked ahead of the Magic. They're ranked ahead of the Pelicans, ahead of the Rockets, ahead of the Hawks. You know what I mean? Like, so people are noticing that they're playing well, and you know maybe they're getting some of that uh, some of that step fever back. You know, have you seen the latest power rankings? No, I haven't seen it, but I think I would think that them ranking them that high also up and above like the Hawks and stuff and the Magic. The them them being in the West has a lot to play with that. Like, even though the West don't seem like it's as crazy as it used to be, but the West is still a lot tougher than the East. So I think that's why they would rank them above Atlanta and Orlando and teams like that. Yeah. I, mean, I was watching Orlando game. Well, I watched a little bit of the Orlando game last night when they were playing um, Milwaukee. And I was like, I was like, yo, wasn't this team like, <laughs> going crazy at one point they was yeah. playing like ass yo from the little bit I, I ain't watched the whole game but a little bit of the game that i saw i'll probably watch like the first probably like the first quarter and a half of the game and they just look bad yeah they look really bad but so i think that's why i know that's one of the reasons why i think that they probably are ranked above them in the power rankings like that because it's, it's the west the west is still tougher than the east yeah, that's that's very true. And there's some teams that are lower on the power rankings or in the standings in general than we expect. But with this season being the way it is, I think a lot of that will shake out a little further. But we are starting to see some teams firm out into showing what showing us what they are and or what they aren't. But we are going to see a lot more from the Warriors. And the funny thing is they still have room to improve, right? Because Oubre is playing well, but he's playing well on the defensive end. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. but he's still not shooting worth a shit. You know, he's still like fourteen percent from three on the year. Like he's he's still shooting terrible. So once but is, is 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 Oubre really a like a three point shooter like that though? Like it's not that he's a three point shooter. He's just not a fourteen percent shooter. You know what I mean? Um, mm. As a matter of fact, let's uh, let's take a look at that real quick. Let's take two seconds to pull up those stats. Let's see. Let's see what Kelly Oubre's drop-off 
uh, has been. And obviously, this is not the bash Ubre, but I just want to see where he was at. So currently, 2021 season, he's 33% from the field overall and 13.7% from three. That's a drop from 35%. And 35% isn't like a sharp shooter, but it's fairly consistent. Like for, I guess, the basketball gods or whoever decided that like 40% means you're a really good three-point shooter. So if that's the case, 35% isn't terrible. And then he's normally 45% from the field. And that's pretty consistent. He's never shot below 40% from the field in his entire career. So before this season, before this season, he was shooting what from the three-point? 35%. Oh, God damn. He went from 35 <clears throat> to 14? Yeah, so he's a little under 14 right now. Yeah. yeah but, that's tough. Yeah, so, and if you look back through the history of his career, he's been a low to mid 30% three-point shooter, which means this is really more of an aberration, and eventually the shot is going to start to fall, which is really only going to yeah, help the Warriors I think, more. I think, I think he'll uh, raise that percentage up. Yeah, it's a confidence problem. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a, a failure to, to perform. His jump shot's got a little ED. Um, we'll, <laughs> we'll sort that out <laughs> soon enough. <laughs> but uh, looking back at the power rankings, I do want to talk about Phoenix. Like, being, like we expected a lot from Phoenix just because Chris Paul was going there. And anytime Chris Paul is going somewhere, there's always a lot to be expected out of it. But mm -hmm. did anybody really expect Phoenix to be sitting where they are, like, right now? Like, they're fifth in the power rankings at seven and three, which is an improvement of two over the over uh, last week. They were seven, where they were sitting at. They're playing really well, good team game, and they're tied. Well, they're a half game behind or one game behind, just because the yeah they're one game behind, but tied for second in the West at mm -hmm. seven and four. So excuse me. Obviously, we believe Phoenix is for real, unless you got an argument against Phoenix being for real. Um, I wouldn't argue against them being for real, but like so far, if you look at who they played, they beat the they beat the teams they should have beaten. Yep. And they lost to a couple teams that they shouldn't they ain't, they ain't had no business losing to if they're ranked that high on the power rankers. So like like they lost to Washington by. 21. <clears throat> yep. Um, they lost to the pit. Well, they lost to the Pistons by five. Mm -hmm. Lost to the Clippers. That can go either way. Like you would expect them to. If you would expect that to be a close game. Yep. But in which it was, they only lost by five points. But they beat Sacramento. Yep. They beat the Pelicans. They beat Utah. They they edged out a win against uh. Denver by three. Yep. And they beat the Raptors by eight. And so they like, beat the Mavs. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they beat the Mavs. Yeah, I forgot to add that one. That was the yeah. first game of the season, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah first first game of the season. Game. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm still I'm still waiting to hop on that bandwagon to see them play. Like I said, I want to I want to see how they look against the Lakers. I want to see how they look if they play. Or when they play a full, well, they ain't gonna be a full Brooklyn squad because they don't have uh, Dinwiddie. But I mean, like with KD and uh, Kyrie, um, want to see what they look like against 
uh, Milwaukee, even though I really don't have no faith in Milwaukee. One day they look like mm-hmm. they can go to the to, to the finals, and the next day they look like they don't even belong in the playoffs. But I just want to see them play a couple more top tier teams before I um jump on that bandwagon. And that's that's completely fair. But it is, I think it's important to note that a lot of their wins, like their wins haven't been against any really slouch teams, right? Because you'd probably say probably the worst of the bunch is the Kings, but the Kings are playing re- really well. The Pelicans are young and still trying to figure it out, but have been playing decent, I'll say, not really really well. But most of their wins, pretty much all their wins, have come against playoff caliber teams in the West. So it's not like they're... It's not like they were beating, you know, Washington and Oklahoma City. So, sure, they got some losses sprinkled in there, but they haven't really been blown out aside from the Wizards game, which is that 20-point loss. Um, yeah. But other than that, I mean, it's it's looking pretty solid. So, how far do we think the Suns can go? Um, I don't know, yo. Like, I th- <laughs> I would have to answer that question. Dun, 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 there you go. <laughs> you know? Uh, all right. And he is back. The man. <laughs> yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I appreciate uh, that. I'm sorry. Uh, our other co-host, Mel, has uh, joined us. He is back from <laughs> the team. Very He is back after being uh, gone from the team due to personal reasons. He's back. Uh, no questions right now, but he <laughs> will address man. the media right after the game. Um, sure. But yeah, so how how uh, right right now we're talking about the Suns. And I'm, I'm listening. Work- I, I, I'm chilling okay. there. All right, cool, cool, cool. So Mo, what, what were you saying? How far do you think the Suns can go? Um, I, like I, I said, I would have low, to. Yeah. Word, appreciate it. Hope everything good with you too, bro. For sure. Um, I don't know, yo. Like I'm gonna have to wait. To answer that question, I ain't about to say where I think they could go in the playoffs because really, I'm like I said, I'm not jumping on that bandwagon yet. So it's like they didn't make the playoffs last year, right? Yep, correct. So, and then they add uh, Chris Paul, which was a, a big <clears throat> addition to the team. I would probably say I got to wait like another 20-something games to say where I think they can go to see how they actually going to play. But if you're looking at it right now and I have to just throw something out there, I'll say like if the playoffs will start tomorrow based on the standings, they would be playing Golden State, right? Yep. Do I think Phoenix is going to beat Golden State in seven games? That's a tough one. So with that matchup, I'm I'm taking Golden State in the playoffs. Really? Yeah, I'm taking Golden State. I'll okay. take Golden State over Phoenix right now. Wow, that's a that's a you may not know, but that's a hot take. Like I don't think there's a lot and, of people that would agree with you on and that. And this is and and this is the reason. They have two players on that team with crazy playoff experience and six championships between the two of them. Okay, and it's hard to and argue. That's why with I would rings. take Golden State because I know Draymond. He gonna be the one if the if they in the playoffs right now. Draymond gonna be the one that's gonna be holding that team together and gonna get everybody locked in to be in that to to win that series. Steph is gonna be Steph. He gonna be going off. 
And, yo, that's really all you need right there. Everybody else just need to do what they need to do, put up at least about 14, 15, 16 points, and they'll be straight. Devin Booker, now, he going to bust somebody ass on, on Golden State. I'm not worried about that. Chris Paul, I don't know, man. Like, Hey, are you listening like me? Yeah, yeah, I'm listening close. All right, let me word this again. Devin Booker is a problem. Devin Booker is a problem. Chris Paul, what was, other than the year he got hurt with, when Houston should have beat Golden State in that series, right? When has he ever played like that in the playoffs? He was going nuts in that Nah, yo. Every single time. Nah. There has never there has never ever been a time that Chris Paul has ever failed to show up. Ever. Like well Golden oh, State. You talking, talking, talking about by his own game. Cause that the yeah, 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 no, no, no. The, ha- the Yeah, the hamstring's a whole nother thing. Yeah. And I and I think if Golden State wants a chance at winning that series, the way it's constructed today, somebody's gonna have to pull his hamstring for him. They gonna have to go up there and just yank that shit and be like, "God, get out of here," because I Yo, think you saying Draymond gonna, gonna be the one is where you where you got me um yeah where you got me ready to uh you know physically fight or whatever. Nah, Draymond Draymond's is... gonna be the one to do what? What did you yeah. hear me say? You said Draymond gonna show up. No, 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 no. I said he's gonna be the one to have everybody locked in. Like he's gonna be the voice, like like Draymond is. Like he's gonna have, make sure everybody on defense, he's gonna make sure everybody know where they're supposed to be on defense. Yeah. He's gonna make sure everybody is focused. He ain't gonna let nobody yeah. be slacking off because that's what he's known for. That's what he is to that I'm team. Draymond, Draymond is also gonna put up put up a, 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 a nice stat line. He ain't gonna go crazy like what you would expect from Steph. What's nice? But, What's nice? You know, I like to jump into y'all takes. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What's nice? Well, all right. So for me, Draymond, I think he'll put up. He could put up a good eighteen points. Oh, and no, I'm saying nice. That, for that was me reacting him. being a fan. That was me being a fan of the NBA reacting to you. I, I don't want to take away from your point. I got, right. I got you. I got you. I got you. I mean, and and when I say a nice stat, I'm not talking about what we see today, where like you you see Steph. Averaging thirty something and all this. Stuff. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a, a good stat line that you would expect from Draymond Green. Now, eighteen to twenty points, and a good ten plus rebounds. He gonna get his assist because he he brings the ball up the court, and he gonna play his ass off on defense. So you're saying that's gonna be the best Draymond? Like for you to say eighteen is the best Draymond. 18 and 20, that's not that's not the best Draymond. That's no, the he's best. Saying, he's saying he's saying that would be the best Draymond. That's the so you, best Draymond. So ba- basically what you're saying is that if Draymond goes when, to 12. Yeah, when the Warriors win that series, you gotta remember they don't have that, and the reason I'm saying the points yeah. that he's gonna get is because yeah, he's gonna get 12 with Clay on the court. No, with with I'm Clay, saying, with Clay. Get, I'm saying with eight Clay. with Clay, twelve without. But if you're saying nah. if you eighteen, that's that's that's. I just want to bring yeah. I I just want to bring a few things to your attention here, Mo. A few things. Uh, Phoenix, while they didn't make the playoffs last year, they were the only undefeated team in the bubble. They were eight and zero before they added Chris Paul, and then they added Chris Paul. So you added a Hall of Fame, 
one of the best point guards that ever played in the NBA to a roster that's young, hungry, and has got nothing to lose with crazy amounts of talent. And then Uh, you added that. 8-0 in the bubble. They added Chris Paul. Are they 11-0 now? No, they're not 11-0 now. But they still can lose. Yeah, 100%. they, They still can lose, but I'm just saying they were already playing well and hitting their stride before they added a real leader a veteran leader, not a young player that's orchestrated and can still deliver on the court. And I think that that can't be underestimated. And then you're putting that against a Golden State team who has two players that have championships, but that's not even even half of their starting five. And Draymond Green has only averaged less points than he is right now in his rookie season. He's currently only averaging four points a game. The only time his average less was in his rookie season at two point nine. I said I was and, and that and that was playing that was averaging half of the minutes he's playing now. Currently he's averaging twenty six point three minutes per game and averaging four points a game. As a rookie, he averaged thirteen point four and two point nine. In Draymond's defense, he showed up. He showed up the last game or two and showed out. So I, I could see Mo seeing more potential than than <clears throat> deserved, but maybe he deserved it. I don't know, but that that's tough. Draymond is Draymond has disappointed me far too too much for me to give him eighteen. Yeah, I, I think that, he that's, does, not, yeah. that's not a take against you, Mo. That's a take against Draymond being consistent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I like, and I got no yeah. issue with that. I do think if they were to win this theoretical series, Draymond would have to be the best Draymond he's ever up. been yeah, in yeah, his yeah, entire career. Because he's never had a season that he's averaged higher. Like, his season-high average in the history of his career is 14 points a game. So for him to come out for 18 in a series, something like that, like you're talking about Draymond elevating his game to a whole nother level. And their biggest Achilles heel is that their starting center that they rely on for a lot of points right now is 19 years old and has never been through a 70-80 game season. And he's going to go well beyond that once he gets to the playoffs. And we've seen it with rookies throughout the history of the NBA. But that back half of the season fatigue is real. And that's even when you get players that have played in the NCAA for a long period of time. And he only played three college games. So James Wiseman is going to struggle with that fatigue as he goes through the rest of the season. That's going to be a tough part. So, I I agree with the fatigue the fatigue argument that you just put up. But yeah. we started this by saying if the playoffs started today. Okay, fair. If the playoffs started we today. Talking about a, we just was talking about right now because That's of your fair. question asking how far do you yeah. think yeah. Phoenix can go. Well, then, now. Yeah. then he'll just be a – but then the last part of that is that he's still a rookie. And when he's it comes to rookie. the playoffs, rookies will do rookie shit. Okay. I, okay. I'm not going to argue with that. But so you say so you're saying um so just to be clear the two of you are Phoenix is winning to you lows yeah 100% 100% and and Mo you're saying that you're not against Phoenix winning you're just saying go to state could take that yeah yeah I'm not I'm not I'm not saying no I'm saying I'm, I'm are you all in on go to state because I I'm I, my, I, give I my had to take, too. if I said if if the Phoenix I mean if the playoffs started today yeah. Phoenix would be matched up against Golden State based off the standings. And I said I would take Golden State in that series. I would take Golden uh-huh. State in the series. Now, since you brought up stats, right? Uh-huh. The regular season, yes, Draymond averaged his averages for the season ain't, ain't that nice. Yep. Granted, when it comes playoff time, 
His averages do go up by a couple points. Not nothing astronomical, but his points every per time, game bro. in the playoffs. Every time. They, every time, every year they get in the playoffs, his, his postseason averages go up by a couple points. And that is with either Clay and Steph or Steph, Clay, and KD or Steph and, K- and KD. Mm-hmm. But I think you're making my point for me with that. No, 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 no. Let me make my point. Good. So now that you don't have Clay Thompson, I believe that Draymond Green can step up and put a couple more points up on the board. Now, another thing that he also averages, and he damn near averages a triple-double in the playoffs. Okay. Because he averages 10 rebounds in the playoffs, and he averages the last two years, 2018-19 and uh, 17-18 season, he averaged... You said what? No, my life, dummy bright. My fault. Oh, right, right. And um, the 18-19 the season, 17-18 season, he averaged eight-plus rebounds a game. I mean, eight-plus assists a game. Yep. So he averages a, a, almost a triple-double in the playoffs. So that right there, based off his stats increasing a little bit, mm-hmm. not saying, like I said, his points ain't, he ain't going from scoring eight points in the regular season to 30 points in the playoffs. His points goes up in the playoffs. And with the rest of that stat line, I think Draymond Green will play a little bit more to the occasion when it comes playoff time in that series. And, in that series. And yeah, that's possible. But the only thing I would say to counter, not, not really counter, but one other little thing to bring up is while his points do go up with Clay and KD and Steph and everybody else on the court, that's the reason why his point totals go up. Because in the playoffs, you have to focus on the people that are creating the shots draymond's never been able to create his own shot he's been the beneficiary of all the attention going to those other three and with the only other person on the court that's going to really give you big buckets being steph that's a lot more attention that Dray that's going to be on draymond green so he's going to have to figure out how to increase his overall shoot a high percentage while having more defensive attention on him because the other thing that he's averaging a low in this year is field goal percentage because more attention's on him, he's having to take more difficult shots. So we'll have to see if he can adjust to being more of a featured player when the defensive attention is on him. So fair. I, I, I can see a chance to mediate. No, no, please. I never get a chance to mediate. So this is this is actually kind of funny. Um, yeah. Los, I appreciate the hoodie you got on after talking crazy about me, episode one. Um, right, that's bro. number one. I, de- I couldn't wait. But I had <laughs> to wait. Because he, he got hoodie. some some nerve. Rusty Nail Man got all these jokes for oh, me. Yeah, and then he yeah. went to... All right, that's the number one. Number two. Man, tell me where two. tell tell me where Phoenix is going, man. Get out of here. <laughs> number, two, number two. I do I think that uh I think that both of you got really, really, really good points. Um I think that Draymond Draymond would probably be the X Factor to 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 go to Stacey's chance to do it. Stephen Curry. Yeah, I know as well as I, who doesn't know that Steph is gonna figure out a way to Steph. Like you know, it doesn't matter who's there, how many people like against him for him. As bad as he just played, which I don't know if y'all talked about, but we did. As bad as that was in a win. He he, he stick exactly. <laughs> he will find his time to make the mistakes and it not cost Golden State what it needs to cost him. When it's time to show up, he always shows up. And I I I don't know, man. You you just don't think that. Andrew Wiggins or or Wiseman will show up enough at all against that Phoenix team, Los? It's not that they won't show up. I, I, lean, I, lean, I lean a little. If you want my opinion, I lean, yeah. I lean towards 
Golden State figuring that out if if they had to play each other right now. I I I, I lean towards Golden State having that figured out. Yeah, I I like Golden State, but uh, like we were talking about originally, if the series started today, I don't I can't pick Golden State because Golden State is still building into what they could be. We're seeing them improve. We're seeing it before our eyes. This is the only season that I've watched every Golden State game. Just because I'm yeah. so interested, it's been in it. interesting to watch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we talked about it in the preseason predictions on episode one that this was the team I was going to be interested in watching, and yeah. I watched the horrible games, and I'm watching them progress, and yeah. it's interesting. They're building the chemistry, but if it starts today, I just don't think they're quite there yet. Okay. Maybe when playoff time comes, maybe it'll change. But okay. back to the original thing: How far do you think Phoenix can go? I think Phoenix. Um, I think Phoenix can become your Pacers of the West back when they was making noise. I think that Phoenix is a, could could throw off one of them, one of them teams. I think that Phoenix could could beat a a Dallas if um, Porzingis goes out type of situations. I think that you got to be really prepared to play them. Uh, that's not the team that you want to go six against. And then end up having to play the Lakers, yeah. or end up having to, having to deal with another team after that. They're gonna they they are at that point where they could be one of those disruptive teams to make your playoff run a little tough. Um, I think that they still have to figure out. They still got to figure out how to do it every single night, and I think that Devin Booker got to relax a little bit on this. I think a little emotional. I want to. I don't want to turn this into the you know. The, Anti Phoenix show, but I think that he gotta he gotta just stay on his game. He can't he can't get he seems to be getting emotionally bought in a little too much on his thoughts on things. Like he like you gotta deal you you gotta learn how to be a superstar, bro. And they go go your night all the time. You don't need to be getting frustrated arguing with the opposite team. You know what I mean? Little yeah. stuff like that. I think he has to grow up a little bit just in order to give them that shot to do it. But um, that that team could be the the the. You know that that team in the in the East, well, that team from like how the East was, yeah. where Chicago was like that for a while. Then you had your Washington that was like that for a short stint when LeBron was going crazy. Like that team, you just don't want to go against first round, second round because it's going to make it a long playoff series. I mean, um, playoff run for you. Yeah, they're there. They're there for me. That's in my fair. Opinion. So give me a super premature prediction. Where do you think they end the season in their playoff run? Just. It doesn't have to be crazy, but first round, second round, Western Conference Finals, Finals. Just uh, I'm saying they play the Clippers in the second round and they lose six. Um, I'm saying I'm I'm picking the Clippers as uh because I think the Clippers are gonna find their stride or lose their stride and end up somewhere around that that third or fourth seed, and then uh, end up dealing with them <laughs> playing the. That's what I think, y'all. See, that's what so happens you when the you Clippers miss to do what. <laughs> <laughs> to beat to beat to beat Phoenix, but I feel like they can end up playing them. And uh, what you call it? Oh, I thought you were saying like you you to, oh, you talking about to losing six? No, 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 no. I thought you were saying like you taking the Clippers to like come out the West. No, 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 no. Oh, all right. I all think right, they end right, up playing right. them in the second round or so. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Hell no. That's right, funny. Cool, I just cool, needed cool. both y'all opinions <laughs> change like that. No, 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 no. I just think they end up playing them in the in the uh, either the first or the second round, and they end up losing that in six. 
Yeah, the second you said Clippers, we both perked up because we was just talking yeah, earlier. I, I, I did see that. I did yeah, see yeah. that, and I tried to keep my take on on <laughs> on key, but that shit looked crazy just now, watching two screens change like that. But yeah, yeah nah, because we nah, nah. we was just talking about how we thought the Clippers got a high potential to getting bounced in the first on the trajectory they're on. Oh, uh, we nah, nah. I think yeah. they end up. I think they end up getting. I think they end up getting. Uh, uh, you know, your, your third seed and they're playing them in the seventh, and they're going with six or so or something like that, and you get them out. Okay. Okay. All right, well, I guess we'll wait and see. But currently fifth in the power rankings, on the rise. We'll wait to see if the Suns are real or not. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I do want to get into our uh, into our theoretical land because I think we far we're far enough into a shortened season to talk trades. So oh, here you go. Let's get into the trade corner, and I've yeah, got your, your thing. I've got nothing Philly related in trade corner. Yeah, right. I promise Ain't you. Ain't believing that shit. I promise you. I got so look, so look, can we can we mix it up a bit? Can you shoot can you shoot your trades and we give our opinions on them or do you want us to come up with the trades too or say our trades too? So for the so for we can do that on the back half. The first one I want to see if you guys even think this team is a contender to start the trade wars. So the thing is Toronto playing the way they're playing. Ass. And exactly, let's keep it a, a, a buck. They're playing like straight ass. They ain't doing shit. Like they're tied for last in the entire NBA. They're two and yeah. eight. They're not doing anything. It looks like At they've all. got no forward momentum. They seem to be just lost in and the NBA sauce. Chicago. <clears throat> yeah, sh- don't worry. We're gonna get to Chicago. Um, <laughs> but do we think Toronto is at that point, or in reality, is Masai Ujiri at that point where he's like, I've seen enough. It's time to blow this team up, move the assets we have, and let's try and get some trade, some uh, draft picks back. Do do we think that Toronto is at that point where they're about to have a garage sale and let all the talent go? Toronto should have been there. Uh, I think that they're blowing their chances of getting the proper dues for their trades the more and more they take long enough to do it. Um, that team is essentially over they they did what they supposed to do they they turned their little struggles into a championship however they got they they snuck through history like you know what i mean they got their chip they it, did what they, they they got they i do think they need to break that up siakam i think that you are a great guy bro if you watch the show go ahead subscribe <laughs> bro but yo gig go ahead bro trade them while you still have the time to to not time but you know what i mean the, the value to get something for him um he's he's not a bad player at all i just don't think that it's fair to put your franchise on him he's not that he's not that maybe one day he'll become that i, I get it he's a really good second option when it was time but i i and i'm i'm a little iffy on that now i just think it was just a good time when people are paying that much attention to Kawhi Leonard but i, I don't know about how i feel about siakam Kyle Lowry, you did your thing. Uh, yeah, great job. But I think it's time to um, I think it's time to blow the whole thing up, bro. Okay, Mo, take a step back, blow the whole thing up. Um, I would say I would have to agree with Mel. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know, fast, fast. Um, because <laughs> like like you said, they 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 did what they they needed to do. They got their championship. It is not looking good right now. It wasn't so, looking good before, shit. Yeah, but still, they last year they still made it. What to like? They, they did good. The they did good. They, okay. they they they, yeah. they did what you would expect. 
Portland. Yeah. I mean, Portland, Toronto to do. This year, only thing I would say that they kind of fucked themselves with is the um the contract that they gave the contracts that Van Fleet have, which is not too bad. It's twenty they getting twenty one mil a year. Yeah, it's only eighty four mil think total. Team, it's, it's all right. You say that again? It's only yeah. eighty four mil total, so he's good. Yeah. So like I think a team will pick him up and he's still young. Siakam, I don't know, he, he ain't playing too good and he getting damn near thirty one million. I don't know who would want to take that contract. And Lowry, I think I don't think nobody would and he's getting thirty 30 mil too. So like and he's thirty four. Yeah. So I don't know who would what team what team put that out would, there, bro. Yeah, what what would you say? See, I can got alcoholic eyes. It'd be yellow. <laughs> yo, you skin looking, skin looking dry, yo. I don't like his I don't like his routine. You saying he nah, jaunted? Nah, <laughs> you saying he don't drink enough water? Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm joking, but like Miller High Life. Against me joking, bro. Oh man. <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead, But um <laughs> Yeah, I think um Get I think they about bottle. to be they about to be digging themselves in the hole, yo. Like they gonna be waiting too long. They playing too much like uh they playing too bad right now for a team to even want to look at doing that trade and taking some of them contracts off of them. Yeah. And I know we said we ain't going to talk about Philly, but I think um, they they getting themselves into a Philly situation where they're going to wait too long and let the players kind of play like shit too long for anybody to even be interested in them, well, like what Philly did with fucking Ben Simmons. Yeah, that's fair. Nobody wants Ben Simmons, Los. Okay, I know it's burning a hole through the back of your skull because you want to fucking say that somewhere. You want but ben where you Simmons gonna, to yeah, where, where you gonna give him? Like, who wants? But it? bro, it's That's not tough. happening. That's tough. But I don't know, yo. Like, yeah, I, I think Toronto. I wouldn't be mad at Toronto trying to break that up and, and rebuild. But on the flip side, I was listening to um something with Demar Derozan, right? And he was talking about his time in. Toronto and they was gonna break that shit up before they actually did, and they was gonna trade. They was gonna put Kyle Lowry and um, DeRozan on the trade block, and then the motherfuckers just went on a crazy run and ended up playing better, making the playoffs, and they went pretty. They had a decent playoff run, and then that's when they they kind of started going on a playoff run and then getting knocked out by LeBron year after year or whatever. But that was, they was in the same situation then. So, like, yeah, they two and eight now, but you never know. They might get their shit together and start playing a little bit better. And then next thing you know, next month, they'll be a couple games 500, over 500. So, yeah. yeah, so you never know. Like, like I, the same thing we said when we were talking about the Golden State. Golden State was looking like ass just a, a week or two ago. But now they, what, six and four? Yeah. So it's like, I, I still think it's a little too early to um to say that definitively definitively that they need to like break up the team and start trying to get picks and and rebuilding um but i wouldn't be mad if they did though to, i don't know i wouldn't I, be mad if yeah. they did. i think they okay. came i think they came into this season with the intention of breaking it up already because me too because I, they I think, they lost Mark Gasol and Serge Ibaka in the offseason, right? Then that so that's right there's enough. There was so no like, there was time to do yeah, this over. there was no way that they were going to even make the run they made last year into the second round without those two. So I think they came into this season with the intention of trying to see if Pascal Siakam can be the number one player and play himself into more value 
to be to get a bigger return. So either way, somebody's going to take them no matter what. And signing all those contracts make those players more attractive in the trade market because they're not going into free agency a year later. When you give get me, give them, me three teams for Siakam. You know they're going to be there for a long period of time. Three teams for Siakam. I think the probably the best team, the best team for Siakam would probably be Denver. I think that would help fill the uh, Jeremy Grant hole that was left there. Um, yeah, the team, the team that take them gotta lose whatever they lose. Yeah, yeah they gotta lose whatever they lose. But I think, I, but Denver wants to win now. They're in a win now situation, so I don't think they'd be upset about giving a pick. And I still think they're gonna wind up coming off of Michael Porter Jr. So I could see, I could see Siakam in Denver. I okay. could see Siakam. Yeah, I could see him in Denver. Deep, my bad. That's, no, that's, no, tough. Cool. that's tough. That's good. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah, I could see him there. I. Uh, I could kind of see him in Sacramento. Um, I think that would be a good addition. Give him some extra height, you know, give him a little versatility, a little more inside-out play. Um, okay. I think they're kind of touch and go with Buddy Heald anyway. I think that would be a good pickup. The other thing I think would be really interesting would be New Orleans. I think New Orleans could – I don't think New Orleans would trade for him, but I think New Orleans, New Orleans could really use him. I think – They're in the bill race, ain't they? Uh, a lot of people are in the Bill race. I think if you're an NBA team, that's not the Lakers. You're in the Bradley Bill race. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I think New well, Orleans. They, get, they only yeah. get one. They, yeah. they don't have. They're not getting no. And, and I don't know. Well, I wouldn't probably wouldn't mind Bradley Bill and Siakam together. But I don't. I don't think that any team has the the pieces that can get both. So I, I don't know. Like I don't know. It seems like the Pelicans are pretty pretty close to the front of that race a little bit a little bit when it comes yeah. to the Bradley building from what I saw but you, know, you don't I ain't, I ain't but, you, but you don't want somebody coming in that's going to take away from Brandon Ingram they have no intention of not featuring Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson so if you bring somebody in and say you're not going to be the first or second option on this team and you can go back to the way you were on the Raptors and you can shoot the three you take all the pressure off him and just let him do him I think he'd be fantastic in New Orleans and New Orleans has a ton of uh trade capital that they got from the LA deal when they got Anthony Davis, I think they can pretty much get anybody they want. So it's really all about fit. So, so which think, one you like more? Siakam, Siakam or Bill? I'm, I'm pretty sure you lean towards Bill, oh, right? I like Bill more, but I like Siakam yeah. better for New Orleans just from a fit standpoint. Okay. So I think those, those would be my three for Siakam. But since we're on Bill, yeah. let's talk good, about Bill. Good job, good job. I was on the fly too. That wasn't even yeah. on. That wasn't even on the planner. I just was. Saying, I just was thinking of that when we, when we were talking about it. Yes, yeah, fair. But since since we're here, let's talk about Bill. What's up with Bill? I mean, <laughs> Washington has to be at that point where they're trading him, right? We know we know he hasn't requested, but Washington just lost their starting big big man for the year. He tore his ACL, uh, Bryant, which sucks. That yeah, team, these ACLs yeah. ACL are tearing left and right, man. But it's what we talked about in episode one, right? How we were afraid that this is what was going to happen. You had teams. Was the injury? Yeah, that's what yeah. I was trying to say, man. I, yeah, I don't want that on nobody, but these players are, besides even just faults, you know, just which, yeah. these players are, are, it's just one one little turn, and next thing you yeah. know, it's a whole season. It's, yeah, when everything it's, gets thrown out crazy. of whack, either your offseason is longer than you expected or way shorter than you expected. All that throws off your health, your healing routines, all that goes crazy. So we're starting to see some of that. But with Bryant going out, Washington has no shot at the playoffs. They really have no shot at the playoff tournament, at the play-in tournament either. So they're going to be out. So yeah. 
if you're Washington, even if Bill hasn't requested the trade, I'm sure you got to be shopping him quietly. And, Shit. Am I bugging? If Quiet. I was Bill, I would have been begging know. for a trade over the last couple of years, man. I don't see how he's still there. Yeah, Bill. Um, Bill's time is up. <laughs> like that, he's 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 done. Yeah, I think he's done a lot for them too. So you know, I just think that it's you know something just ain't supposed to work. And I think that's one yeah. of those situations, man. They just ain't supposed to work. He did enough for them. He's getting snubbed. Like you, you could just tell when someone just ain't gonna get what they're supposed to get out of a situation. That team couldn't even give him his recognition necessary to get to the All Star team. It just that it just wasn't. It just ain't. It ain't it. It ain't it. It ain't it. That's I'm a fan at the end of the day. So you know I'm not here to tell you how to how the league works. But I just don't. I just don't think that Bill in Washington is supposed to work out. Yeah. I gotta. That has to. They gotta bring it up. Uh, would you say Los? So does he go? Who, who be... else is close? Was it Philly? Was it other other close team Los? What for Bill? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Philly is really making a push for Bill. There's, like I said, pretty much every team is making a push for Bill, but yeah, Philly, Philly wants him obviously. What an addition who, though to get him. Who would, that, who that would Philly be t- give that up? Would be tough. You know who they give. You know who know we giving up. <laughs> no, so it it really de- yeah it really depends on what Washington wants, right? Because Washington isn't in a win now situation, so they may not want Ben Ben Simmons unless they, they do, plan yeah. to flip him. They you know do. what I mean? If if I'm Washington and I look at the makeup of my team, I want picks, especially with the quality of the draft classes that are coming up. I don't want a max player. I want picks. They're gonna have to include some larger players. Yeah, no, no. If you're Washington, okay, 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 okay. If, okay, if, okay. if you're if you're Washington, you may not want. Simmons. Let me just say, would would you give yeah. up? I don't know. If, I don't think Philly yeah. gives up picks though, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll give them up. I mean, we ain't doing what, nothing. Yeah, yeah, how how old is Embiid? Twenty six, something like that. Twenty six, twenty seven. And Ben Simmons is what twenty twenty five, twenty four. I think he might even be twenty four. Actually, I, 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 I could be wrong. Yeah, twenty six for Embiid, and Ben Simmons is twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to see if you give your if you give your picks up, you can't. That if you feel it, you need to go. You need to get out the east. You you gotta go. Which I don't is why you, you, which is why you give the picks. You give up the picks to win now. But how, they do how are they, how are they sitting on picks? They should be good. I mean, we can take a look at it. Let's. I don't see. want to distract uh, with your point. I'm nah, just asking, nah, nah, nah. like, if they have the picks necessary to give Washington what they want. I mean, what do you give up? Shake. You give them shake. You give them uh now. If I say Horford, I'm gonna. Uh, you give them you give them um Tobias. Yeah. And what a pick or two. Yeah, you definitely give up Tobias and you give up picks because you have to make the money work, right? So you give up Tobias and you give up a pick, uh, pick or two. I don't think they from Washington. I don't know how they're so high on the hot seat. That That's what I'm trying to – if they're the ones that they're thinking about giving that trade to, why you look it up just to kind of make the point? If they're the yeah. ones that's, that's thinking about we're close to being one of the top teams to get them, it got to be a win-now situation. I don't know what picks – I don't know how many picks they have. I don't know how many picks they have. Yeah, so Philly has some picks that are kind of smattered around. It looks like their first round pick. It's kind of they traded the rights for to the Suns, and they got some weird shit going on with yeah. the Heat. But it looks like the That's Heat have the Heat have control of their first they ain't round got pick. No damn but they've got a second right. round pick. They have a second round pick. They have their first round in twenty twenty two with no contingencies. 
They've got their second in 2022. They've got their first in 23. They've got their second in 23. They got their first in 24. Their first in 25. Like they've got, they've got plenty of picks. They didn't lose too many, too many uh, picks for what they built. No, we're stupid. We take our picks, we draft players, and then trade the player. (laughs) Now, what if this works out in the long run? Because if you're sitting on picks now. Yeah, but we gotta win now. We're not gonna. We haven't been in this situation. Yeah, that's what that whole win. trust the process yeah, shit. Exactly. Was. So we're in the, the win now. Still ain't winning nothing. Exactly. So you gotta win now. So if you trade Beal, if I'm Philly, I give up the picks to get Beal. I'll give Tobias and I'll trade the picks because I'm in my win now window. And Beal's on a new contract, so you got him for a few years. You got him beat on under contract. You got Simmons under contract. And if you say, hey Simmons, we Real we don't need you to Simmons score points. Is yeah. that a big three? That's a huge three. That's that's pretty. That's good. That's and significant. And with, you can keep and you can keep um Ben Simmons at the point and let him do his little non shooting thing. And you keep Seth Curry. That's aggressive. Yeah, you keep Seth. You keep Seth, who's shooting the lights out. You got Shake Milton, who is shooting, well, like playing well. So you've got you've got a really good you've got a really good setup there. So if you're Philly, you do that a hundred percent. You give extra okay. if you have to. Okay. Um, but I don't know if they do it. But like I said, we didn't want to talk about Philly. But Brad, no. but we're on Bradley Beal, so I mean, it's not really yeah. about Philly. You got, you got to, you got to gloss past Philly if, if you don't want this. What about? No, my, go ahead, go ahead. We got, we got, we got a thing to stick, to stick to. Yeah, it's fine. No, right. you bring it up, cook. No, nah, I, I was wondering, just what, what, what do we? I'm, I, I know, I'm, a, I know, I'm the big, the big uh, Brooklyn advocate, and um, like they. It, it, it got to be now or never for them. It's not now. It's not what, this for season. them to win. It's now, but it's not this season. Yeah, What's well, not now though? Looks like not like not like in the next two years. Because that's what I mean by now, like two years. Yeah. So next season or the season after. How, that's it. Let me ask you. That's this. that's how the many window. years. How many years is um, Katie's contract with them? Let's find out. Is it three? If there might, it might is, be two and an option. Yeah, I, I might. I'm, I'm guessing before I look, but I think that's. I think it's three. It might two so and an option. No, sounds bad. It's a four year. Okay. So it's a four, four year. Three and op- four with an option. Okay. Four with an option. Okay. Oh okay. shit! Because I damn sure I was about to say. I honestly don't think that KD and Kyrie gonna play together for too long, bro. I don't think that's gonna happen. They play so well when they click in. I know they do, but then you still got to worry about Kyrie and his bullshit. No, bro. No, bro. Yeah, it's I not mean, it's not fine, happening. man. I don't th- I don't right. think they're going to play together for that long. But anyway, what was the um what was you talking about with Brooklyn it, being right now? Oh, no, 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 wait, wait, sorry. It is two so the 2022 is a player option. So it's this season, next season, and then a player option. So yeah. Okay, three with an option. Okay, I know I seen three well, years. I just two with an option. Yeah, options. it's a three year contract, but two with an option. But the contract okay. was signed last year. That that's why it was four years. So okay. but the option okay. is coming up in yeah, twenty twenty two, twenty three season. Okay. I can't it's crazy how LeBron made the option a new thing. Get a man his flowers. Get a man his flowers. He literally made it so like, look, you ain't about to trap me. You ain't. About right, to I want to do this with you. You ain't about to have control, me locked in there for no hundred million years, yo. I I'll let you know what I want to do. Yeah, the next thing ain't ain't okay. happening, bro. That that shit is uh their window is their window is small, and I just don't see it. I don't see we it. We gonna bro. win a chip in two K, y'all. 
Don't worry about it. I got some. <laughs> I got some for, for Brooklyn. Don't worry about it, y'all. Uh, I do want to stay in the trade box for a little longer. And move on to the next piece, Terry Rozier. So I know that this was part of my preseason predictions that Terry Rozier would be out of there, um, but the talk is starting to come up around the league, man. I'm starting to talk it into existence. It's happening. Melo's minutes are going through the roof. He's got a bunch of 30-minute games that he's playing now. He's starting to show out. He's doing his thing. And currently, Charlotte's starting backcourt of Terry Rozier and Devontae Graham. They're both 6-1. It's too small of a backcourt to win in the current NBA. And Terry Rozier is balling out of control. He's building that value. So the trade market is looking. He's playing his ass off. The trade market's looking good. The trade market is looking good, and the whispers are starting to rise, man. Damn. It's happening. Gee. It's happening, man. He's gone. Gary, he's gone. He's gone, bro. He's gone. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, he's killing me, yo. I'm saying, I'm saying, he's gone. Like, yeah, he, that's he's gone. He's out of What I'm saying is, all right, all right. So, wow. he did something uh, where is he going to go? Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Chicago. For who? Levine and Lori Markinen. You wildin', you wildin'. Chicago, no mark my words. It may no not way. be. It may not be Charlotte. Chicago will come off Zach Levine this year. I wouldn't doubt that. Nothing to Rozier. I wouldn't doubt that. Um, uh, Chicago trade Zach Levine because just like a season or two ago, he was expressing how much he didn't like being there. With yeah. how shit was going, but they did change the coach, right? I mean, they they did they did change some things. No, that no, yeah, they're working off. for him. They're working for him. They're trying to work for him, but I don't think Chicago. I don't think Chicago sees the light at the end of the tunnel. So I think they're coming off Levine, and I think Charlotte would be a great place if you if you match Lamelo, Devonte Graham. They could probably move him too if they wanted to. He's playing well, but you keep him. You got Lamelo, Zach Levine. And Gordon Hayward, and then they got Miles Bridges who's playing well. They got a few people that are really rolling, and you know they they got a few people who are really rolling. And I think Terry Rozier, that could be a good pick. And adding Markinen would be a good um, grab for them as well. Yeah, man, I get a text message from a from a friend of the show says, trade him to Orlando for Fournier. Fournier? Are you kidding me? Yo, bro, bro, tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna delete him on my contact list. (laughs) But I just wanted, I just, I just wanted to let you know, I got a text message that says this right now. Yeah, are you killing? (laughs) You kidding me? I'm letting him go right now. I'm gonna delete him, guys. No way, not a chance. But Chicago could be a good landing spot for him. (laughs) No way. You don't see it. Chicago is a landing spot. Uh, That's that's, a potential. I think it's a good potential. Uh, I, I, that's tough. I, I'm not giving them up for Rozier. Um, well, it's not just going to be Ro- Rozier, right? So it'll be Rozier and picks, obviously. Picks, cash. Charlotte's going to come off. Well, where's, Char- where's Charlotte at uh, in the East? Do we, do we know? What do you mean, as far as their picks or their standings? Their ranking standings. Uh, um, they're pretty low right now. They got to be around Charlotte 12 or 13. Is six. Six, really. Oh yeah, they're six. They're six and five after that last game. I'm trying to think of how yeah. good that pick will be. How good that pick will be if you Chicago. Yeah, because well, if you gave Zach Levine up, you give Zach Levine up to one of them nobody teams and take their picks. You try to snatch the future out of somebody. Yeah, but that, that's if you believe in Charlotte for the long haul. But I think Charlotte is going to believe enough in themselves to try and move that pick off to get better. So, yeah. like Charlotte would give up multiple picks 
and Rozier to get I think Levine Rozier and sits, I think Rozier, this is a hot take, but I think Rozier sits still for a year. For a year? I think he stays there. I think um, I think that they don't know if Melo was that yet. He's he's showing signs of being able to do it. This man to give you eight points, but give you fifteen rebounds. So mm-hmm. we still got to figure out what Lamelo is trying to do. But um, well, I want to say his last game was what eight, 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 twelve, and fourteen, something like that. Yeah, he's playing all around games. I mean, he just became the youngest player in NBA to history to put a triple double up, and then the game prior to that. He almost did it and became one and then, assist short. In this game, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 a he's walk, a walking triple double. I'm not gonna lie to you, which I'm proud of. I'm, it, it, it kudos to him. I'm happy to see it. Um, oh my fault, sorry. No, it's fine. It I, I'm happy to see it, but um, I just uh, listen. Rosier might be a part of that. Rosier's not a part of that. He really he when, from an interview when he's saying he's happy to see his one of his highlights for the season is just seeing Melo this happy. That's a good chemistry thing, and I think that they'll figure something out between them. Who's the uh, you said it's it's uh who's the shooting guard for them? Devontae Graham. What do you do with Graham? So you can keep Graham and make him the sixth man. Um, because that would be instant points off the bench, which you got to have. Your bench has to be able to score, right? And trade so, and trade what uh, Rosier whatever you got for a two. Yeah, so you get a uh, you get a taller two, right? Because their problem is that they're small, right? That's Zach a small and Mello would be really really good. Zach Mello yeah. and Gordon Hayward. That's that would be really really good. Well, you that just want to throw really Gordon Hayward good. in there? Nah, Hayward balling. I'm I don't I, you know I got my own feelings. I smack him in Call of Duty. <laughs> but uh, I definitely know. No, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. All jokes aside, I've been getting way more kills than my KD even on the money, bro. I, don't, you know, I, mean, I know the same thing podcast for that, but I'm just letting you know, bro. <laughs> I've been getting, I've been getting major kills, important kills. I've been slide canceling everywhere, bro. Gordon, but Gordon's been I'm killing you. Him I too. smack you on Call of Duty, bro. Yeah, Gordon's been killing him too. I mean, I told you in episode one during the preseason predictions to look out for that man, and already in 11 games, he's notched a new career high of 44 points and a new career high for a half last night he scored 28 in just the first first half in that win now he wild so he's he's balling for real and he's averaging a career high in points like higher than anything he had in utah that earned him that contract yeah i I don't want to play you in basketball but call of duty i think i got you bro so he's definitely uh he's definitely there so uh but yeah terry rozier i think he's i think think he's gone bro because i think the way Charlotte's playing now, they're starting to see the potential. If the fans ever make it back to the stands this season, um, you know, getting that extra rat revenue in, Lamella's being a bigger draw. If they start postponing more games like they have, you're going to see Charlotte probably move to more national games. And if Char- if Jordan starts to see even a glimpse that they got a potential at being a playoff team or even a play-in team, you he best believe he's making moves to he push that He's got to do something. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he has to do something. And if he, is this this yeah. is he's, he's the best he's ever been in as far as being able to make the, the impact he wants. So yeah. 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 And if you can get a player in this season to build chemistry for next season, I don't see how you don't do it. Mo? Facts. Facts. I don't know. No? <laughs> <laughs> That's super honest. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... I, I gotta appreciate it. I don't know. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. That's fair. That, all that's... that trade shit, man. I just wait for it to happen, bro. That's fair. Oh, yeah. All right, all right. But yeah. now, now I will say this: based off of um, 
uh, Jordan's fucking history, I'm not confident that he's going to make a great move with <laughs> personnel because he doesn't have the good, uh, the greatest that, track record of true. doing that shit. But I don't know. We got to wait and see. He's never the, been the, right here, though. At this, this point, yeah. At this he point, Jordan's got to have a guy, right? Jordan's got to yeah, have a guy somebody, at this point. Somebody is telling him, like, yo, Mike, yeah. this, listen, people people feeling you. You had a documentary come out. <laughs> you got mellow. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got, like, yo, you got mad hey, shoes. You, cool. you could do this, all right? We don't need Rosier, Rosier. We can make something happen, bro. Just yeah. let me do it. Yeah, exactly. At this point, somebody's got to be in his ear. Like, bro, yeah, you're somebody got to be telling him, like, yo, I, you like, a great I, player. I'm wearing I'm wearing 11s right now. When it comes to this GM shit, bro, you ain't shit, bro. Yeah, no, 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 bro. You hey, shout to Mike, yo, shout to Mike. Seriously, you ain't shit. It wasn't pizza, bro. It was not the pizza. It wasn't pizza. <laughs> nah, that shit was he the whiskey. Had the flu, bro. Fuck out of here. That shit was the whiskey, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he had the flu. Bro. I, <laughs> it wasn't pizza. Nah, it definitely was. Yo, it was the pizza. pizza. And then I ate the pizza. And next thing you know, like, come on, yeah. Mike. I was hungry. Mm-hmm. Like, man, what the fuck? Are you trying to Mike, tell me you, you ain't have no you food? You know you be any pizza. Yeah, nah, I ain't trying to hear that. But uh, talking about uh, Melo putting fans in the stands, we're seeing, we're seeing a rise in the COVID impact on the NBA season so far, right? So it was just like it was just like a week ago where we're hearing owners and everybody talking about like, yeah, we're getting close to vaccine. We're going to put fans back in the stands. So today they start talking about some bullshit about how they're going to increase the protocols to make it more strict to help safety. And these motherfuckers had the nerve to talk about we're going to limit the contact between the players like in pregame. You can't go talk. You can't go talk to the opponent and like dap up and not giving like handshakes on the foul line. But all these, but facts. but all but all these motherfuckers, facts. they all play with facts. the same ball, bro. Facts, no facts, facts. <laughs> that that limits the bench players getting in the mix, yo. Listen, yo. I ain't trying to hear. Hey, it, bro. listen, this ain't an unpaid announcement, yo. I seen COVID, yo. I I understand, yo. I I don't know, bro. Listen, that I, is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yo, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, bro. Listen, I am currently struggling with COVID. <laughs> it is it is not. I thought I did everything I'm supposed to do, yo. Bro, you a little too it's close rough, to the microphone. Yo. Hold up, I got fast internet. I don't need you transmitting that. Shit. Can you back up from the mic a little bit? Bro, shut <laughs> up, bro. I have internet. Yo, nah, seriously, though, no, we're very far from each other. I do my best to practice. I wear my mask everywhere. I talk a lot, but not when I'm out, bro. I yo, it's too easy to transmit that shit. That stuff. My bad. That stuff, yo. Edit point, yo. Listen. I, I, yeah, I'm all whatever the rule, any rule. I'm, I'm looking at the microphone because I mean this, yo. Any rule that you have to limit contact between two people that that until it's figured out, yo, bro, they don't need to be but talking this, during all the this is the thing, stuff, though. Bro. Players should be on the bench, just chill. This Text is the me. thing, the whole pregame and and like in pregame, you you limited uh contact with each other and this and the other, all of that stuff. To me, honestly, I don't think it's going to do anything. Like, this right here just shows you how good and how smart them playing that bubble last year was. Because if you think about it, you could do anything and everything you can do to limit yourself from or trying to limit yourself from getting COVID, right? Ain't lying. But then you got to remember – 
all these players. And the same thing with the NFL, that whole dumbass, like, oh, when you're on the sideline, you got to wear your mask. Bro, you're on the field in piles of people breathing heavy as hell, laying on top of each other. Like you said, you're touching the same ball, this and the other. Bro, when I get off the field and I go on the sideline, what is me wearing my mask going to do? The thing is, all these players and, and people all over the world, they go out, you wear your mask, you keep your hand sanitizer, this and that and the other, but these people still go home. So it's like, yeah, you're doing all this you could do at the basketball game, but you don't know what their families is doing at home. You don't know what little cousins or nephews yeah. or yeah. whatever coming over their house on the weekends or where they was at and what they actually doing. Oh, yeah, I'll wear my mask. I'll wear my mask. And then you, they could be out there just doing shit like it ain't nothing. So all the little things, yeah, it, it's, I think it's cool that they – are trying to implement these things to try and limit the contact, but I don't think it's anything that you could really do because you don't know what these players are doing when they get to their house and what who's coming to their house and what those people before they came to their house where they was at and what they was doing with who they was doing it with. So I don't know the rate know. of uh, how many how many people one person can affect or how many how many people one person is said to. I don't know if it was three, two, every one, one person. They had a they two. had a stat. They did have something that like shit. that, but it so was cr- it was it was a crazy say. ass stat though. Yeah, like, it was a lot. Like yeah. one person can infect over a course of a week. One person can infect like I think it was in like the hundreds of people. Yeah, because it, it it's it's so easily transmitted, and um, it's 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 crazy. I'm telling you, for, there's so many asymptomatic people. I'm I'm blessed, and I have been somebody who is like tremendously, you know, in bad shape. Uh, you know, I feel I feel I feel awesome, considering you know you had you had your your moments in it, but you know I've been I've been locked locked away you know for however long trying to make sure that i don't put anybody in, in an uncomfortable position and that that's already been that's been a tough mix you know yeah but i ain't gonna get, I ain't get emotional lows no don't listen bro don't worry about it we got you we got you we got you <laughs> yeah yeah but we have we got it we do have to recognize when we're getting too far right if you start telling yeah. players that they can't handshake at the foul line while they're all standing six inches from from each other playing with the same basketball that just doesn't make any sense what's it going to be ne- next week like you're not allowed to do post-ups like yeah i'm like, about to play you know what i mean like put my damn hand on your back to play horse yeah right is there is there an equivalent is, is, is there a basketball <laughs> equivalent to like flag fo- football is there a basketball equivalent to that like how do you do that shit? like there's nothing to like there's nothing you can do so we got to we have to realize that this shit doesn't make sense and don't impose more restrictions on players. Like if you're going to play the game, play the game. Don't make it harder for them to do their job in a situation that's already tough, tough enough by adding things that don't make any sense at all. And that's nonsense. The bubble is too hard to do over the course of an entire series, uh, uh, over the course of an entire season, unless you set up multiple bubbles, right? You have to set up, you would have to set up a lot of bubbles and then test a team and then handle bubble to bubble traffic. That'd really be only be the only way to do it. And then you'd have to play like, you'd have to put like four teams and then like play your series amongst those four teams and then go to the next one. So that would be a way to do it. But 
I just don't think they had enough time between trying to get to the next season to really arrange something like that because there aren't. And again, Adam Silva is an amazing GM, you know. He, yeah, he's he's amazing, but it's hard. That, that's, yeah. that's that's tough. It's hard to find another place that could handle that. Like there aren't places all around the country that can handle that the way the Disney complex did, right? Like there isn't a place like in Indiana where you can say, "Let's set up a bubble where they're going to have facilities to sleep." food all this and it's going to be all encapsulated like it's just not possible yeah, without man, a lot ain't of time no way in hell all them players gonna be down for that shit because if they do the bubble last year's bubble what started in october ended in december right or like end of september and ended in december was yeah, like two some, months something like that like yeah two something and a half like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, for, like, so it's like back so, but... yeah so it's like all right the play i think the players would have was was in on it last year just because it was like all right go down here we gonna play these last couple games to see if we make the playoffs. If we make the playoffs, then we gonna be down there for two months or whatever. Blah blah blah. Now you, if they was to try and do that shit now, you gonna have these players have to be away from their families and stuff like that for seventy two games in the season. That, that players ain't doing that shit. It's yeah. not happening. Yeah, I don't think you get people to buy into that. So it's tough. We now just... come playoff time, if they was to be like, all right, playoffs. We going back in the bubble for the playoffs, and that's where we gonna do the playoffs and the finals at. I think they'll do it. That would be smart to do because now it come playoff time, you don't want to risk a team or teams uh, lowering their chances of getting through a series because of players missing games because of COVID and stuff like that. Yeah, but I don't know because the NFL just did it last week with the um. We're going to get into that later, but the Colts, I mean, not the Colts, the, the, the Browns, they even had a head coach there, and they was playing a playoff game. So it was like, I don't know. Yeah, so we'll we'll think, we'll think see how things progress, but the G League is planning to play in a bubble, so it's possible that the playoffs could be in a bubble if we continue to see things going at the rate that they're going with teams playing with seven active players and games being Whatever postponed. Whatever they tell or... the G League to play, that's what they need to play. Shit. Yeah, that's a fact. That's... If I was in the G League, you wouldn't get no arguments out of me. Oh, you want me to play here? All right, bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially I'm trying to uh, make it in the goddamn league. Shit. I'm going to play wherever you need me to play. That's the fact. They're about to set up a bubble at the Rucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to put the one in the little bubbles that you run in and bump into each other. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. They're going to be up on Dykeman. <laughs> trying to play with that shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing that. Oh, uh, man. All right, let's uh let's push forward here, Mo. You know what time it is? Rookie check. What's going on? Where do I? Uh, man, um, I'm. Uh, oh shit. Where... I'm pulling the window up this time, but um, I don't know, man. Lamelo out here, man. If Lamelo could get a little bit stronger, bro, he's gonna be a fucking problem, bro. Oh, he's going to. He's he's gonna grow. You know, what I mean, he's still 19. You know what I mean? But yeah, but rookies right now, they. Lamelo seems to be uh, catching more headlines. He's playing well. I'm curious to see how those stats rank compared to last week. I know uh, Tyrese Halliburton hasn't been there since he was out. He was hurt. Yeah, but he 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 he's he's done so well. I almost it almost pissed. Yeah, that's me what off. I was about to say. Like um, it almost pisses me off that you picked him. They um <laughs> they well they according to this website, I don't know how often they they update it. Well, I say his last updated January 12th, so that's today. Yeah. Um. Tyrese Halliburton still ranked number one in their eyes. I guess for what he did in those nine games played, got him enough that he did enough to be still uh, ranked number one. Lamelo still number two. Okay. 
Um, I'm not even sure where everybody else was on here, but um, <laughs> I'm laughing because I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how. I, know, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm looking at it too. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's tough. That's tough. That's yeah, tough. They, the one you name, got over there. You got Peyton uh, Pritchard number three and shit. <laughs> and and Denny at at Viha at VG yeah, yeah, Avila, yeah, Denny Avila, yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't got not an L in his name. It's a list back though. Where where is yeah. Wiseman on that list? Six. Really? Yeah. You, what do you, you think he deserves to be lower? I think he deserves to be higher. Okay. I think okay. he was. He's I think he was really well. I think he was lower last uh last time we checked it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I but still he six. He's the starting center on a team that nobody was expecting much out of on a Warriors team, and he's producing. Like he's a legitimate option. He's producing for them. now. What do you mean it's producing now? Like, bro, he got a couple not goods on this stat line, my bruv. Like his free throw percentage, red. His uh, three point, what's this? Uh, well, his three, he's not really a shooter, so I ain't going to hold that against him. He's, he's developing a, a, a pretty good jump yeah. shot. I think, I think he has, to, he still has to learn his NBA shot. Yeah, I think he's he's fallen into that. He's been catching the shooting a little bit better. Those are things that if the if the Warriors were clicking, you know, on all aspects, that's fine. I think right now he's starting to, and I think it's because of this this new Steph that is getting giving him enough space to be able to. All right, cool. I'll get a, I'll get an open jump shot. I'll get a shot with a late close person closing out. I think that that's happening now because of this bag that Steph is in. But um. But he's he, been doing he, it since game one. But he's he's been doing it since game one. Like, he hasn't not played well. You know what I mean? Like, their first game of the season against Brooklyn, his first game, he had 19 points. Like, he came out of the gate shooting. You know, like, he's been playing well the entire time. But when it comes to rookies, you can't just look at the stat line, right? You have to see how they're affecting the team on the court. This is the most important test for rookies. Yeah, it's it's what you're doing on the court. What kind of mistakes are you making? Are you able to produce right right away? And are you a net positive when you're on the floor? Do are you doing something that's one contributing to winning, but more importantly, doing something that isn't making the team worse when you're on the floor? And the fact that he's the starter at 19 years old and only playing three college games, he's playing phenomenal. And even his so we- stats are good. He's averaging 10, 10.9, So let's call it 11 six rebounds while shooting 48% from the field and most importantly 40% from three and he has the ability when he's rebounding as a seven footer to go coast to coast handling the ball and we've seen him do it multiple times and finish so just the effects he's having on the game how well he's playing his IQ the mistakes he's not making I'm so surprised he's he not be? higher on the yeah, on the list. Ask, what you think yeah, he should be like top top three top three easily okay I I think that I think that is too early to um not 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 for you to be right, but for the list to be right. Yeah, so, that's so true. you know it, it's it's early. We're, we're very early into the season. Yeah, that's so, that's fair. We'll, we'll I'm just I'm that, just surprised. Works out. I, I've said I've said very early on that I'm a big fan of Wiseman, so I think that he'll um I think that he'll he'll work himself out to be quickly one of the more useful people from this year's draft class, and um I think long term he'll find himself somewhere in that good player great option slot i don't know if he's necessarily ready to go to the next next level or if i see that form just yet but i do think that um 
I'm, I'm, I'm realizing as we do this that sometimes you just got to be able to say the hard, the hard thing. Like, he might not be ready to be that person on the team for a very long time, if ever. But he, he is a very good option. He is going to be a very good option in his career until he figures that part out. Yeah, it's funny to see how far things have changed in just four weeks because during the preseason predictions, I was the one saying I didn't believe in him to now I'm the one fucking advocating for him. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But that's the thing I like about the NBA, the, the fact that things change so fast. Yeah, shit don't make no sense. All right, uh, let's uh, time to check out the best segment in the entire uh, in the entire show, the race to the oh, bottom. Let's uh, changing fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Thing things mm-hmm. always change. Let's uh, let's bring it up for the people this time. Let's look at this race to the bottom here. So let's start with the New York Knicks. Uh, man, they have fallen a few slots. Now five and six. This is my pick. Yeah, and they laid yeah, an egg. Yours was the Knicks. Yeah, so luck- luckily for you, they laid an egg yesterday. Julius Randle probably had its worst game of the season, but they've fallen below 500, but tied with Moe's Cavaliers. And But uh, the Knicks was never 3-0, and though. Remember that. That That's true. That's true. The mm, Cleveland... Oh, the, Cle- the Cavaliers, they 3-0. and They number... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I said. You came out the gate hot. But weeks. No, you you were right. Kevin Love did get hurt, and he hasn't been there. But when he comes back, you're gonna be in trouble, man. Because Collins not Sack- with not with uh Andre Jump Drummond doing them dumbass fucking finger roll passes <laughs> to himself like he did. The that, fuck was that? About? He was trying to do an and one move, man. He was trying that to do that pass and throw it over other the top. Basketball. I thought it was funny how long he just stood there. You know what I mean? Just, just standing there, just like, there, yo. They would have got a. His teammate grade would have probably went from like a A minus to like a fucking yeah. C plus after holding that ball that long. Yeah, hold the hey, hold the ball too long. Yeah, these references, yo. You know what I'm saying? We've been bringing it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Either fix the park or or get us a check. Yeah, hold right, hold, hold the ball too long. <laughs> yeah, what what did he have? Hold the ball too long. Bad shot selection and turnover. All in like a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just terrible for him. Um, that shit was bad. That, yeah, when you win your overall drop from ninety nine three to ninety nine one, yeah, yeah, you out of there. You are one hundred percent out of there. But yeah, so currently you two, you, you in regards to race to the bottom. Um, yeah, who's the surprising team that's that's doing bad? Motherfucking Miami. Yeah, Miami has been strange. Like they they've moved back up, but they're just holding on to to five hundred. Yeah, hey, I'm like, like, what you doing, yeah. Like, Ooh, I don't, oh my lord! Yeah, have a sharp take, show. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I don't know what Miami's doing, but they're just sitting at five hundred, coasting. Like, they aren't really moving. They've been five hundred pretty much the entire season. So it's the, it's five hundred. Yeah, it's the teams around them are e- either have a better re- record or the teams around them have a worse record that's moving them up and down the standings. Like, they aren't doing it themselves. Yeah, that's yeah. They look five hundred. They look five hundred. Yeah, they look awful. I don't know what. Where did they make it into the playoffs at last year? We'll see. Mm. I don't know. That's actually pretty good. That's, That's pretty a good, good question. I'm about, look, I'm about to look at that right now. Uh, That's a great question. I'm not really sure. They were the fifth seed They were last the year. fifth seed. Okay. Yeah. 44 and 29. Fifth seed behind the Pacers and Celtics. Ahead of the Sixers and Nets there. Yeah. Who, who did they lose or who's hurt with them right now for them to be 4-4? Four and four? Cause I don't get it. Like I really don't understand. Maybe uh, Jimmy Butler legs still ain't get back from uh, it, it, the playoffs and shit or something. It's early. It's early. Um, I think that 
I think that the the bubble only had so many times that you could play. Because this is the thing. You got to remember, uh, Spolstra is one of the better coaches. And um, I think that when you when you do the same thing a lot, you get he's, – he's one of the best at that. So mm-hmm. I, I think that they, they only played a couple of games and they got right into the playoffs. So I think that him being able to study a team – you know, to have to play four times, that's the that's that team is tough enough. So if they even if they made it in the six or seventh seed this year, they'd still be a tough situation for whoever got to play them the same way. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe much didn't change. Maybe much didn't change. That's a tough team. That's a tough team. Only the best teams can like con- consistently be ready for every team they play against. So Miami, they they were they. What would you say they were? They weren't too too crazy last year. Uh, 44 and 29, fifth seed. But they were well above 500. 44 and 29, yeah, 44-29 is not not bad for uh for this this league where everybody can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. But um I still think that that's that they they'll be okay. They'll be okay. They'll be I didn't okay. expect them to be I just can't eight wait for this right now. I would I would have expected them to be at least top 5. Okay. I would have okay. no, let me let me say it like this. I would have expected them to be ranked above Indiana, Orlando, and Charlotte. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we'll see when they catch their stride. You said what, Los? I said we'll see when they catch their stride. But yeah, they have looked five hundred. If they catch it, but they they will. I've got no doubt that they'll catch their stride. I I still think they're trying to recover from from the finals, honestly. But I think they'll bounce back. Um, but I do just want to point out that once again, uh, for every week straight, Chicago is still bringing bringing up the rear. And right hey, after brother. they uh, right after they trade Zach Levine, they're gonna be right even further down. So hey, let me uh, tell you something. Mm-hmm. They've been bringing up the rear, but you see where the other two teams going, right? I do, I do. Y'all yeah, only one game behind Cleveland now, so don't make it seem like y'all still behind our pick by games the only one loss away bro you're right you you're 100 right and while i do hope that i'm right and they do wind up with the worst record in the league i'll uh i'll be happy if they're just worse than y'all two teams so uh <laughs> yo is blake griffin still on detroit yeah he's still there the fuck is he doing i, I would have been like yo trade me somewhere else it don't matter Get nah man he's in detroit. he's in money mode he ain't worried about it. <laughs> I guess. I guess. All right, it's time to mix up the uh, the show a little bit. Let's uh, let's talk about Wild Card Weekend. Oh, give shit, it to our man. NFL insider. What's going on, Mo? <laughs> Tell us about Wild Card Weekend. Uh, you know that shit was ass because Miami wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the way them bum ass Pittsburgh Steelers played, they might as well just gave us the fucking spot. We could have played uh, uh, Cleveland a little bit better than they did. God. Yeah. Damn. Am I the only one who like Yeah, am, am I the only one who turned the game off after they saw 28 nothing? Nah, I watched that whole game just because I know a couple Pittsburgh Steelers fans and I like I was going to be petty and go on 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 Instagram and Facebook and be like post like, you know, oh, where all y'all motherfuckers at now? Y'all was talking a lot of shit when y'all was 11 and 0. Well, <laughs> I didn't see y'all in the last 4 weeks talking. Yeah, where where y'all at? That's funny. You said what? It was close to being petty. Yeah, but I, I I watched the game just to just, and and mainly I watched the game just to see how much they could lose by. But then I really started paying attention to the game because it looked like 
Pittsburgh or Cleveland was going to do some Cleveland shit and let Pittsburgh come back into it. But Cleveland said, nah, bro, we about to end this shit and take your asses home. And I love the way all of them was talking mad shit to Juju, man. His little dancing TikTok oh, yeah. ass. God damn, he get on my nerves with that shit. And he was talking mad shit before the game, talking about some the Browns are the Browns. They're going to be the Browns, blah, 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 blah. Yo, the Browns whooped y'all ass. And Juju is not a number one receiver, bro. <laughs> he is not. And well, I didn't, like, I thought, like, I, I don't really watch a lot of Pittsburgh games because that's not my team. Because it's Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, they, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't really pay attention to him a lot, but I did not know, like, since I think he might have had his first game, like, toward the end of the season, over 100 yards receiving. That was his first game since Antonio Brown wasn't there. Hmm. That he has, that he had over a hundred yard, hundred yard game. But you would think that this guy was like some top tier crazy receiver the way he be acting and shit. But all for them. Um, but I was surprised. It, it, it was close. It was close because the Browns almost did their best Atlanta Hawks. Uh, yeah, their their best Atlanta Falcons impression. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why that I was, was about to start. Like I really started paying attention to the game because I'm like, oh shit, Pittsburgh might be able to pull this shit off, and then I'm gonna be laughing because the Browns. I guess what he said was true. The Browns going to be the Browns. But they pulled it out, and I'm happy for them. It's been a long time for uh, the Browns to do something. Um, yeah. uh, What other game was surprising? I don't think, like, every other, other than that game, every other game, like, went the way you probably expected it to do. Tampa Bay beat um, Washington. Maybe that game, that game was were, better than I expected. That's what I was about to say. Like, you probably would have thought that Tampa Bay was going to go in there and wash them, but Heineke... He played it actually. He actually played a pretty good game. Heineke, and <laughs> that game was closer. That's his name, right? Heineke. It's it's. I think it's Henke, but Heineken is funnier. <laughs> no, no, not Heineken. Heineke is. His I know, name. I know. It's just funnier. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I didn't expect that game to be close. But I expected Tampa Bay to win. So Tampa Bay winning. That's what everybody thought was gonna happen. Um, I thought I Washington was gonna beaten. win that game. I thought Wash. I thought Washington was gonna win win that game. But that that was also when I thought Alex Smith was gonna be playing. But Hanky or Heineke, however you say his name, definitely he played. played better. He game. played a lot better than I expected. Once I saw mm-hmm. that Alex Smith was going to be out, I thought that that was going to be a runaway game, but probably the best game of the weekend. Um, I would agree. I would agree. That was that was a good game. Yeah. Um. Oh no, that wasn't the only upset. The Rams beat in Seattle. Oh, I the... bet you that killed. Everybody ticket, yo. I uh, yeah, you, I, I think I picked Seattle to um make some noise if I ain't mistaken. I think you I think you I think your two out of the NFC, I think was Seattle or Green Bay. Yeah. I think those are your two. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I was I wasn't expecting LA to beat Seattle just because Jared Goff wasn't playing. But then he played. He was listed. But then he played, he was listed he, as a reserve and came in all fucked up and still won the game for him. That was because that was Russell crazy. Wilson played a garbage game because which was the opposite of what I said. I thought that would be the reason why this whole thing would be the way I thought. That's tough. But Aaron Donald was on his ass all game. Hey, them linemen, them defensive linemen. I don't know. I don't know which one of them started the whole thing, whether it be the Von Millers or whoever. They just change your favorite quarterback to being like not your favorite (laughs) for one good week, yo. Like they do that. They will do that to you, yo. I know yeah. Russell Wilson was looking like uh, Jimmy Butler 
after that game, the way he was running around. That motherfucker was running for his life all game long, yo. Tough. And Jalen Ramsey had was on DK Metcalf ass, no smoke. He was on him, other than that one big play that was a broken play that DK uh, Metcalf scored on, he, he didn't have that good of a game. And I, like, Jalen Ramsey get on my nerves sometimes the way he be whining and shit. Well, he used to whine after games where he where, and this was in in uh yeah, I remember this. Jacksonville days. Yeah. He'd be out there like this and shit, whining, talking with his neck and shit. <laughs> but Jalen Ramsey a beast, yo. And I'm kind of mad Miami ain't trying to trade for that motherfucker from Jacksonville because he will shut somebody down. Yeah. He is a problem, yo. And he oh my god, that motherfucker is nasty. I'm mad as hell we ain't got a corner like him on my team, even though we did have a cornerback with the most interceptions in the league, bro. Who had ten interceptions this year? How you turn him off? <laughs> but anyway, I, I I can't do I can't do it from here. Uh, what was the question? Think about Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. Yeah. So yeah, we got a question from the live chat. Uh, so yeah, if you're interested in watching this live, we do record every Tuesday. So twitch.tv slash roadshowlos. Uh, so we do have a question from the chat right now. They want to know what we think about the Drew Brees versus Tom Brady matchup coming up. Um, this shit about to be like um, Floyd Mayweather versus fucking Manny Pacquiao. Two old motherfuckers playing. It's like, nah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be a good game, yo. I wanted to see, I wanted to see Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. But this one, I think... It's going to come down to whose defense plays better. And from how they've been playing the last couple games, I would probably say New Orleans defense has been playing a little bit better than Tampa Bay. But Tampa Bay got a lot of weapons on offense. So who did uh, New Orleans beat last week? Did they play last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played. They played. Um. Oh, they played Chicago. Oh, I was gonna say. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot oh. that game even happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that wasn't even they, close. They, that was what twenty-one the, seven nine something like that. It was a lot to a little. Chicago <laughs> scored uh, on the last play of the game to give them nine points. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they they corners definitely gonna be tested a lot more because you got A B, and you got Mike Evans. Chicago ain't had nobody like that. But on the flip side. Um, New Orleans did beat Tampa Bay twice already this year, but that was minus A.B. how he is now. So the first game, I don't even think they had A.B. playing yet. And then the second game, I think A.B. probably barely played. So it's going to be a tough one. I'm like, if I had to choose between the two, I'm probably taking, um, I'm probably going to have to go with Tampa Bay on this one. It's going to be a close game, though. I don't think it's going to be a lopsided game. It's definitely going to be a close game. Right, I'm probably so, going to take Tampa Bay. Well, let, let's round out picks for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the playoffs as well. So who you got, uh, Bucks Saints, Mo? Uh, Bucks Saints? Yep, who you um, got? I want, the, I want the Bucks to win. Okay, but do you think they're going to win? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, on the faith, yep. I'm going to take the Saints. Mm-hmm. So Bills-Ravens, Mo? Um... I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna be biased. Ravens. I want the Ravens to win. Yep. 
But I'm saying the Bills is going to win that game. Okay. I'm cool. I'm going to take the Ravens there. And just as a quick note, I do want to talk shit about the Titans for 10 seconds because they, they just seem to have an inability or unwillingness to adjust. Like, the run game isn't working. Receivers are wide open all over the field. Throw the fucking ball, bro. Just give it a rest. Throw the ball. <laughs> adjust. What are you doing? Like, Yeah, I think like, at one point, fucking uh, Derrick Henry had like 15, 15 carries for like 10 yards. His yeah. longest run of the game was fucking eight yards. That shit don't make no sense. And they're like, well, let's just keep on doing it. We can't seem to do anything else. Like, the receivers are standing there begging for the football. Throw the ball. Bro. All right. But off that, I, I, I'm, I'm going to take Baltimore here as well. All right. Uh, Rams-Packers. Packers. Yep. I think we're all agree there, especially since I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I'm definitely not going to pick against them now. And uh, to round it out, Chiefs and Browns. Chiefs. Chiefs about to wash them motherfuckers. Oh, <laughs> right. They rested. They facts. oh my god, bro. The motherfuckers. Right, yo, facts. Yo, Kansas City, I'm gonna say this right now. Kansas City might put up 40 something on the motherfuckers, yo. There's a good chance. Yeah. So there's a, a really good chance. But you know what? Cleveland, I, 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 I'm I'm happy that Cleveland had a winning record. Uh, uh, Jarvis Landry, he was one of my favorite receivers on Miami. I'm still mad they let him go and shit. I'm glad he uh actually he he playing pretty well, and the team is winning. But they about to go home after this weekend, bro. Kansas City about to wash them, yo. They are going to get <laughs> washed by Kansas City, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's what facts. I think. Los, you got a different take on that? I'm thinking hell no. Smack. No, they they okay. they definitely gonna get washed. Okay. I told I told <laughs> okay. you I got the Packers and Kansas City in the Super Bowl, and uh, nothing's gonna deviate from that. But yeah, I'm with that 100. percent Oh yeah, I think I was the only one that said Tampa Bay was going to the Super Bowl. Yep, yeah, yeah. you were the only outlier mm-hmm. there. Wait, did you just pick against Tampa Bay? No, no he I said them. Tampa Bay gonna win. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, but he spent more time on that question than I thought he would, considering he picked Tampa Bay to go to the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, because it's it's gonna be a good game, like. It's not going to be an easy game for Tampa Bay. Now, if it was Tampa Bay versus Green Bay, yeah, I would probably answer that question a lot faster. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because Green Bay's Green Bay's defense is a little iffy, and um, their receivers have they've been known other than Devontae Parker, um, not Devont Devontae Adams. My bad. We got bum ass Devontae Parker. <laughs> um, I'm sound like Los with Philly and shit talking about my players, but um, I don't know. They just they go missing sometimes in the playoffs. Like honestly, I'm picking them to beat the Rams, but would I be surprised if the Rams beat them? Nope. But I haven't seen what I think. Um, it's gonna come down to um, uh, Aaron Donald with his health looking like because it was a play where he's yeah, tackled. You're killing me, yo. With this fucking bottle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come on, bro. It was a play where he tackled. <laughs> you knew I was going to suck this. You saw him, right? <laughs> he pre-laughed before I even got, got into my shit. So <laughs> <laughs> it is struggling and shit. Go ahead, bro. Do your thing. But um, Aaron Donald, it was a play where <laughs> he tackled uh, Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson like landed on his, his ribs and shit. I think they said something about he either got bruised ribs or he got broken ribs or something. So it all gonna come down to how how that's gonna affect him. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams beat Green Bay. Yeah, that's fair. And 
and a lot of people, I hear a lot of people saying like, oh, they got to go to Green Bay or they got to go, they're playing here. Stupid. Like only thing that would be like that would come in effect of or as far as home field advantage would be the weather. Like there ain't no fans yeah. in the in the stadium. So it ain't like like with Seattle. And that's what I think was was a thing with that came into play with Seattle and LA is LA played in Seattle and they had no fans there. Seattle was like what what the the high the loudest fucking stadium and you can't hear shit yeah. when you want when you got the ball. So the fact that they couldn't get that stadium as loud as it normally would be, that kind of uh played into effect too. But I don't know. I'm yeah. still taking Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, bro. <laughs> but it is going to be a cold one, and then uh, when it comes to Green Bay, that is always the uh, that's always the thing you got to worry about. So it doesn't look like there's any snow in the forecast, but it is going to be cold. So see how LA deals with that. But before we wrap it up here, is there any last thoughts? NBA, NFL, anything else you guys want to throw out there? Oh, congratulations! Y'all got rid of that boneheaded ass coach that thought he was a shit because he got you y'all first Super Bowl. Yeah, big facts, big facts. Doug Peterson is out of there, which means Wentz is here to stay. So it'll be curious. <laughs> it'll be curious to see what happens with the power struggle there, because the, uh, you know, the higher ups are the ones that wanted Wentz to play, and I think that last game was really more Peterson just saying, "Bro, just fire me." So yeah, if they if if they keep if they keep Wentz there, they need to just trade Jalen Hurst. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, because if you're going to get value, you're not going to get it out of Wentz based on how he played this season. But Jalen Hurts, look, looking like he's a good prospect, you may get more value out of him. So we'll, we'll see what we'll see what uh, what happens. But yeah, Peterson is out of there. Uh, so pretty interesting there. Uh, any last thoughts, Mel? Uh, yeah. Um, Logan Paul versus uh, Floyd May. All right, no more. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll wait we'll wait we'll wait but we'll wait i do want to talk about that but i won't wait till we get closer to the date i was like i just looked at the date right now I'm like yeah when is it before we can start yeah, talking February. When, when's the yeah. fight I, I will save it we'll save it it's, it's february, february 20th like second february, week february 20th february or something like that yeah the third, third week so third yeah week. Fe- uh, february 20th we'll, we'll wait till february to break that down okay okay fair we will uh we'll definitely come back yeah, to we'll, that we'll do it when it's time all right fair um, a quick announcement before we get out of here for everybody that's been watching us live on Twitch or you've been watching the YouTube or the VOD on Twitch or wh- whatever after the fact, our feed is now live on Spotify now. So if you just want to listen, you want you in the car, you riding to work, you going to go see that family, you traveling when you're not supposed to be, you want that plane, you got your mask below your nose. I know who you, you know you do it. I know who you are. I don't do it. I know who I you are. No, it. not not you. One of y'all, I know y'all are no, not nose coverers, but uh, if you just want to li- listen and uh, you don't really want to see us or whatever else, or you you don't got that YouTube premium and uh, you can't do it with your phone locked, or you just want to do other things with your phone, we are live on Spotify now, so uh, check below if you're watching on YouTube. It will be in the description along with the link for uh, the Twitch feed if you want to watch us live. Um, I'm going to drop it in the live Twitch chat right now, so... Uh, Spotify feed will be there. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you throw on those listens. If you're watching us on YouTube and you haven't already, I'm seeing in the analytics y'all are watching, but you're not subscribing, bro. The subscription's free. Just uh, you know, click the like. Yeah, just give press it, the button, bro. He bodied that. Bro, just, just give us the thumbs up. Just give us the thumbs up. Give me the like. Hit the subscribe. You know drop a comment. Do all those things, man. And if you want, if you already here with us in the Twitch community, I appreciate you being here. 
Uh, but yeah, you can su- subscribe here too. Drop some bits, parades, whatever else you whatever else you want to do. Uh, but yeah, we are live on Spotify, so it will be down in the description. But um, this is gonna wrap us up for episode four. And as always, Mel Mo, I appreciate y'all being here. And uh, we are the unpaid players, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace, y'all. Peace.